Chagigat of Tesain, Amid Beishir, number two. We are 23 lines from the bottom. Quoting the Mishnah, Yotzah Menachem Venich Neshamai. We were having the Machlokes, whether or not a person is allowed to do smicha on his animal on Yom Tov. We had Hillel and Menachem agreeing, and then Menachem left, and Shammai entered the Sanhedrin, and then they uh, continued arguing about this law. Asks the Gemara, where did Menachem go out to? Abayah says he left the fold of, of authentic Yiddishkeit. It could even be he became a, one of the Baitusim who denied the divine authenticity of the oral Torah. Rava Omar, however, Rava says, Yotzala Avoida Samelech. Well, there was nothing sinister. He went out to serve in the king's palace. Tanya Nami Hochi, Abraisa says the same thing. Yotzala Menachem Avoida Samelech, that he went out to service the king in the palace. For Yotzu Imoy Shemonim Zugais Talmidim, and with him left 80 pairs of, ta- of students, Levushin Siri Koin, all dressed in royal attire. Uh, the story is brought down in Yosifun that Menachem predicted to King Herod when he was a boy, that King Herod, when he grows up, he would become the king, even though he didn't come from royal lineage. And when he did actually become the king, he instated uh, Menachem as one of his advisors, one of his uh, servicemen in the, in the palace. Amr Rav Shem Bar Abba, Amr Rabbi Yochanan. He says, A rabbinical injuncture, a rabbinical prohibition, a shvus, should never ever be light in your eyes. Why? Because this whole Mishnah is dealing with a possible rabbinical tra- uh, prohibition. Why? Because one is not allowed to work an animal on Yom Tov. And the question is, is, is doing smich on an animal, is it allowed or not on Yom Tov? Is one allowed to, to work an animal in this way? At worst, it would be an Isidur Abonin. And nevertheless, the greatest rabbis of the generation and multiple generations argued on this fact. So it must be that they, uh, they gave great importance even to a rabbinical prohibition if, this, uh, if they argued over this case. Says the Gemara Pshita. That's obvious. Uh, so, so the, the, the Gemara says it's obvious that they would take a rabbinical prohibition seriously so the Gemara answers no, we needed to be told this because they even took seriously a, rabbi, a possible rabbinical prohibition even when you were doing a mitzvah because over here the action of smicha on a korban is a mitzvah so you might have thought that in the case of a mitzvah, maybe a rabbinical injunction doesn't apply. Nevertheless, we take the rabbinical prohibition so seriously, even when we're doing a mitzvah. Says the Gemara Hanami Pshita, but that's also obvious. Why would you have thought that just because you're doing a mitzvah, you can take rabbinical prohibitions lightly? Says the Gemara, It's coming along. The whole idea here is that we, we're telling you what the Mishnah is arguing about. Because there's an opinion out there who says that the rabbis in the Mishnah are actually arguing on the mitzvah of smicha itself. Whether or not you do smicha. Whereas what we're learning here is that they are, they are all in agreement that there's a mitzvah of smicha. The only thing they're arguing on is, is whether it would be forbidden on a rabbinical level to do that smicha on Yom Tov. Komash malon b'shvus hu depligi. That's what we're learning here, that the machloikis in the Mishnah is all centered around a rabbinical prohibition. Omar Rami Barchama Rami Yochama says, Shma mina, we can learn from this Mishnah that smicha bakol koicha be'inan, that when a person does smicha on his korban, he needs to push down on the back of the animal with all of his weight. How do we know this? The isal kadaitach loy be'inan bakol koicha, because if you would not need to push down with all of your weight, then my ko'ovet, then what's he doing? Lismoich, let him lean on it. 
Again, if smicha can be done with just a light press down of the hands, that's not considered working an animal on Yom Tov. So then everyone should agree that it should be allowed, certainly in the performance of a mitzvah. But now that we see that there are rabbis in this Mishnah who say that one is not allowed to do it, it must be then that the action of smicha requires a full body press down on the animal. And that, that's why it could potentially be uh, rabbinically prohibited. Mesevai, Mesevai, the Gemara brings a b'risa which seems to contradict this. The Pasuk tells us that you tell the Jewish people to do the mitzvah of smicha, of leaning on the animal. We learn from this because it says Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yisrael Soimchin, that the Jewish men have a mitzvah of smicha on a korban, Ve'en Bnei Yisrael Soimchis, but the Jewish women do not have a mitzvah to lean on the korban. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yishmael Oimrim, they say Bnei Yisrael Soimchis Rishus, that the Jewish women can lean on an animal, do smicha on the animal if they want, but they don't have to. On Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yossi says, Sachli Abba Elaza, right? Um, Abba Elaza once told me, Pam Achas Hayolonu Egel Shalzivchei Shalamim, that one day we had a calf that was being offered up as a Shlamim, and it was a calf that was, it was Shlamim for women. So we brought this animal into, into the Ezra's Nashim, the part of the base of Mikdash which is reserved for the women. And the women did smicha on it. He qualifies, not because smicha is actually a mitzvah for women to do, simply just to make them feel good about themselves, to satisfy them, to let them feel like they're somewhat involved in the avoider of this korban. Says the Gemara, And if you want to say, like we said up above, that smicha requires a full body press on the animal, then it doesn't make sense. Just to make the women feel good and satisfied, we allow them to work a korban, which is kodshim. It's absolutely forbidden for a person to take an animal, which is kodshim, and work it. If smicha requires a full body press, then the only way you'd be allowed to do that on Kodshim is if it was a mitzvah and you were a Jewish man. But if you were a Jewish woman and there's no mitzvah to do smicha, how on earth could we allow them to push down and work the animal purely just to make them feel good about themselves? That's definitely not allowed. El alav, rather it must be, that we learn from this b'raise, that you do not need to use your whole bodily power when you're pushing down on the animal for smicha. So we have a contradiction. One case seems to imply that you do need your full body, body weight, and the other one says not. Says the Gemara, really I can tell you, that you do need to use your whole body weight. So how come these women were allowed to do it? Because we told them not to push down with all of their body weight. We took the animal to them in the Ezra's Nashim, and we told them, just rest your hands on the animal. Says the Gemara, if that's true, then if we look at the wording of the Braisa, then the reason why we let them do it is not because there's no, that the women aren't obligated. We should have really said, the reason why we were allowed to do it is because they weren't actually doing it. They were just resting their hands on the animal. They weren't pushing down. So Amr of Ami, Rav Ami explains and he says, that the, the Bryce is really telling us two things. 
He was saying two things. Chada, the one reason why we let them do it is because they weren't actually doing smicha. They were just resting their hands on it. Real smicha requires full body weight and they wouldn't be allowed to do that because it's kodshim. And furthermore, this is where the Brysa quotes, You might ask me, why on earth would you be doing this charade with the women where they're not even really doing a proper smicha? And the answer is, is to make them satisfied, to make them feel good that they're somewhat involved, even though they weren't doing a proper smicha. Omar of Papa, Rav Papa says, We can also learn from this that stadin asurin, that it is forbidden to work an animal on Yom Tov, even if you're just using the sides of the animal. How do we know this? Because if it would be allowed to work the side of an animal, let's say lean against the side of an animal on Yom Tov, then here they change it, then on the, on the head of the animal. That, that what we should be doing here, we're, uh, we're equating the head of the animal to the sides. And if one is allowed to work the side of the, or the head of an animal on Yom Tov, then why doesn't he just do smicha on the head? So, must be then, that it's prohibited to work an animal, not only on the back, but even on the sides and the head. And since one could have done smicha on the head of the animal, were it not for the fact that working the head or the side of an animal is prohibited. So Ravashi Omar, Ravashi says, He says, no, you can't prove from this case. I could even tell you that really one is allowed to work the side or the head of an animal on Yom Tov. But but anything which is in line with the back is considered like the back. So therefore the head, which is in line with the back of an animal, halachically is considered like the back, and therefore the rabbinical prohibition, even though it might not apply to the sides of an animal, it would definitely apply to the head and the back of an animal. And that is why we cannot tell the person to do smicha on the head according to those opinions who say it's prohibited. So just to summarize, we mentioned Menachem. We had a machlekes, whether he went um, to Tarbus Ra or to the Avoidus HaMelech. We said certain, uh, that one has to be very, very careful with Isurei de Rabbonin. We had a law that, that uh, smicha requires a full body press, and we came out at the end that, yes, that's the way it needs to be done. The only reason why we were allowed to allow, to, uh, we, we allowed the women to do it was because we weren't actually telling them to push down properly. That was just to satisfy their desire to be involved in the offering of the korban. We said that um, working the sides of an animal must also be rabbinical, rabbinically prohibited on Yom because otherwise, why can't you just do smich on the head of the animal? And we answered, no, it could be that one is allowed to lean against the side of an animal on Yom Tov, but that doesn't help us for smicha because you would have to do smicha on top of the animal, either on the back or the head. And since the head of the animal is in line with the back, it takes on the same rabbinical prohibition of working an animal. And therefore, according to those uh, strict opinions in the Mishnah, it wouldn't help you to do smich on the head. It would still be rabbinically prohibited.